Alright Startup Nation, so I hope you're ready to receive some value today. Now, this week's episode is a little short. I'm sorry about that. It's just that at OWLS, we're working on a really big project, a summer teaching institute that we're going to put on for teachers, and we need to kind of get the marketing out there, and so we're kind of going to cut this one short this week. But I didn't want to leave you without any content this week. So uh, on top of that, I just realized something, that we talk about entrepreneurship and business, and I never really took you step-by-step on how to start a business. So I'm going to go ahead and rectify that today, Startup Nation. So I hope you're ready to receive great value today, and let's take flight. Now, Startup Nation, many people don't start businesses because they want to have the security of the nine to five and that's okay and then there are some people who start businesses well and they just kind of really just jump into it they think that they're going to be profitable from day one they kind of jump into it they don't think about it and they don't take necessary fundamental steps so my job today startup nation is to do exactly that give you step-by-step tools basically how we started owls on how to start your company right now some of these things they don't necessarily have to go in this order this is kind of the order we went into starting a company You don't have to necessarily go in this order, but it will be quite beneficial if you kind of did go in this order. Let's go ahead and dive right in. So the first thing you want to do, you don't necessarily have to do this, but I would think that you should, is write a business plan. You should write a business plan, Startup Nation. Like I said, the business plan is like the constitution of your business. It lets you know if you're on the right track, if you stray away, it lets you know that you've been thinking about the business. It lets potential investors and lending institutions know that you've been thinking about the business. So you write a business plan, okay? Now you can do this. There's multiple formats out there. If you look in the show notes, I've given you some resources on how to write a business plan. You can't go wrong. There's some platforms, I think it's called uh, liveplan.com. You can pay like $19 and they have like all these cool templates and with financials and all this other stuff. Uh, that's kind of something that we do at Owls, kind of give it, you know, an extra sense of looking nice, right? So there's multiple uh, formats out there. I'll, as you can see, there's one there in the show notes for you for easy access. And the thing is like at Owls, we took like a weekend to kind of just hammer it out. Now look, a business plan is a very big undertaking from a writing uh, point of view, right? It's one of those things where it doesn't have to be done in one day. It's one of those things where it's like you know it's like eating really big pizza you eat it one slice at a time so if you got to write a page a day a paragraph a day a few sentences a day that's fine as long as you're moving forward it totally doesn't matter startup nation the next thing you want to do is to choose a business name this is kind of the one of those things where it's starting a business is the fun part right it allows you to kind of express your creativity to kind of plant your stake in the entrepreneurial space if you will so when thinking about a name you 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 want to take a few things into mind for starters you want to pick some something that's easy to say that can easily roll off the tongue very preferably short and concise it's one of those things where some people who pick names they pick like this very long drawn out name and it's like if you gotta say it if you can't say it in three words or less you probably need to think about or reconsider your business name now for starters well for us at owls uh and you may hear me say owls owls or whatever the case may be it's not one of those words that's easy to say, or when you say it, it's easy to understand, because especially when you're me and you have a, a Southern drawl, if you will, uh, owls is not one of those words that easily rolls off the tongue. But the thing is for us is that it works for us because we're more business to a more business to business type of business. <laughs> Forgive me for the redundancy. And so usually when you see our logo or something, it's on some type of paperwork or form. So it kind of speaks for itself. It's, it's very rare that we have to say it in front of somebody. Like we, like if we were a B2C or business to consumer, 
type of business, then we would probably run into a lot more pitfalls than we do now. Because, you know, owls, 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 you know, and we always have to like kind of explain like owls like the bird, right? But for us, it, it works because we wanted to speak to a sense of intelligence, to a sense of wisdom. And so our uh, our education consulting firm really does get that across. When you think of a, an owl, you think of somebody who is smart and wise and focused and, and full of integrity, right? And that's kind of the projection we want to uh, portray in the marketplace. And we also chose uh, the colors yellow and black, which, you know, as a Dallas Cowboy fan, you know, it, that's just, it, it tears me up to have those colors, but that's neither here nor there, Startup Nation. We chose those colors because it, it speaks to a sense of consistency. Those colors speak to a sense of, you know, being smart, integrity, uh, you know, and being wise, if that matter. Now, a lot of times when people start businesses, I have to question whether are you trying to be famous or are you trying to start a company? And the reason I say that is a lot of times people want to say, like, if you want to have uh, a cupcake business, right, and you, you want to name it Dom's Cupcakes or Dominic's Cupcakes or Dominic Lawson's cupcakes. And to me, it comes off a little vain. And the reason I say that is because it's one of those things where like you feel like you're trying to live up to something or more more accurately, you're trying to create like this persona for yourself. And a lot of times, Startup Nation, when you're starting a company, that can get you in a world of trouble. What I mean by that is, is that you're so more so concerned about your name and the fame and not the company and the business and the running it right itself. And so that's why I always, uh, when I consult with people, I tell them steer away from trying to name it after yourself, right? Or name it with, you know, something with your name in it. It just kind of sets you up for failure a little bit in that regard. Now, if you're like a singer or if you're something like a writer or something like that, like if you're a movie director, like Tyler Perry Studios, like that makes sense, right? You know, that's okay. And we're trying to build a brand that way. But if you're like, for the most part, something else, you know, trying to start a company, I would, you know, honestly ask you, uh, you know, not to put your name in there, but this is the life of entrepreneurship. I am not here to tell you what to do. I'm just simply offering advice as the host of the startup life. The next thing you want to do, step three in my st step to starting a business, is that you want to get a done and brash street number you can go to dun and bradstreet.com uh, to have that there in the show notes for you and a dun and bradstreet number i know you got an ein number and that's fine and that can be very beneficial but you also want to get a dun and bradstreet number it all it's one of those things like kind of like the ein number it kind of helps you build that credibility it also helps when trying to land uh credit for your business and also when you're trying to get like government contracts and school contracts like for us at al since we're an education consulting firm a dun and bradstreet number uh it, it's it's kind of like your social security number right so you definitely want to get one of those well it is free you do not have to pay for it uh, just like an EIN number as well you do not have to buy it or pay for that as well uh, so definitely get a Dun & Bradstreet number and an EIN number let me just put those both together and I have a link in the show notes for you to go directly to those places in order to get both of those Startup Nation the next thing you want to do Startup Nation is to find funding here at Owls, we're, we have the uh, the ability to kind of fund ourselves because what we sell is is intellectual. What we sell is things that are not necessarily tangible. Like we don't sell cupcakes, we don't sell paper, we don't sell water bottles or something like that, something tangible, right? And so we have a lot of low cost, you know, low cost, and we actually have high profit margins. However, come tax time, 
we have to like you know that that's where it comes come tricky for us because we have to kind of like you know, we don't have a lot of expenses so that means our tax burden is a little higher start of nation i am not a tax professional seek your tax professional in order to figure out what's best for you but you want to find um your funding now when it comes to funding like when you're a new company you're not necessarily going to be able to go to your local branch down down the street in order to get funding so you you're going to want to go through alternative means if you will maybe you can get an sba loan maybe you can find you have a, 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 a aunt or a dad or a mom or a parent or somebody in your family who can probably get you some startup capital in your business now there are a few other places where you can get some startup capital and i know capital one uh, has uh like their spark card is great for startup companies trying to get a little bit of funding it's not a whole lot you're not going to get like a big fifty thousand dollar loan but the very least you're not only getting a little bit of capital or kind of a line of credit but you're also getting that credit established for the company as well i will say there is a personal guarantee that comes with it i believe but you know i would you know uh leave that to you startup nation to kind of check out the next thing you want to do startup nation is to choose a business structure do you want to be a sole proprietor general partner if you have somebody who wants to do this with you llc c core s core now if you want to do a sole proprietorship uh and this goes back to what i was saying earlier about picking your name if you're going to do a sole proprietorship in order to get a bank account or anything like that you're going to need to file a fictitious name you don't have to file for a business license if you're a sole proprietor all you have to do is raise your right hand i fill in your name there would like to start business boom bam bam your business owner your entrepreneur you can go start making money legally sole proprietorship is a legal entity so keep that in mind startup nation now uh like i said if you want to get a bank account this and the other you need to file for a fictitious name uh it doesn't really cost that much i've seen places it costs as, as less as 30 dollars in order to get that fictitious name if you want to do a sole proprietorship now if you're going to be a llc or c corp uh then you know you don't necessarily have to file a fictitious name because it's all Im embedded in the articles of incorporation with your state or whatever the case may be now now, LLC is a very popular way to go when starting a company because it allows for a legal barrier between your personal expenses and your business expenses. So long story short, if you get sued, they're going to come after the business. If your business gets sued, they're going to come off after the business capital and assets and everything else and not necessarily come after your personal assets because the last thing you want to do is get sued and have your house taken away, right? So provide that separation between you and your business. And so also with the C-Corp and S-Corp, there's other additional uh, things that come with that. I'll have, I have all that in the show notes for you for easy access. The next thing you want to do is determine the taxes for your business. I am not a tax professional startup nation, so and tax rates vary from state to county to federal based on if you're C-Corp, S-Corp, LLC, sole proprietor, whatever the case may be. Consult your tax professional in order to know the appropriate route to go on that uh, note, Startup Nation. The next thing you want to do is open a business account. This is very important for your company because the thing is, for one, you need to have a separation between the business ex expenditures or whatever and your personal expenditures, okay? Because far too often, people blur the lines and think that like their business money is like this, this open checkbook for the user at any time. And if you want to use it like that, that's fine. I highly recommend not doing that because the thing is, when you take money out of the business you're taking money from the business when you spend twenty dollars at sam's club from the business account from you know for your personal whatever you're taking money out of the business and that's a good look and it's one of those things where it can you know provide like this slippery slope if you will like we talked about not having your name in your business 
uh, tight or whatever, it provides that slippery slope that where, you know, if you're going to take $20 out of the company this time, then you take $40 next time, then you take $100, then you take $1,000, right? And so you always want to have some type of working capital in the company in order to scale, in order to pay your employees, in order to buy raw materials if your company calls for that. So make sure you open a business account when you do that. And most business accounts are very easy to use. You can go to bank bank of america or SunTrust or chase bank or wells fargo wherever you know and they're pretty easy to open they do come with some restrictions like you know some banks won't allow you to to uh you can only deposit or deal with so many checks each month or only have so much cash coming to the account at one time each month it's one of those things where you would have to you know depending on your uh institution whatever their fees and whatever the case may be but you can actually get a pretty easy to get a free business account for your company startup nation the next thing you want to do is obtain your business license in your county now once again if you are an llc this is one of the things that apply to you if you're a sole proprietor or general partnership you do not have to get a business license it's one of those things that will help you look a little bit more credible if you do have a business license if you know if you're a sole proprietor or general partnership you will have to file that fictitious name situation i was telling you about earlier if you want to get a business license but it's not necessary if you are a sole proprietor or general partnership if you're a LLC, C-Core, S-Core, then you have to get a business license. There's no way around it. Uh, the next thing you want to do, Start Automation, whatever particular certification for your industry. If you're going to do hair, make sure, you know, in the state of Tennessee, you have to do, uh, go to uh, beauty school or whatever, I think for like 300 hours, get that, you know, take the test, get the certification in order to open your business. For us, we're a consulting firm down south. There's not really a whole bunch of certifications for consulting firms, but let's say if you go to a California or New York, you have to get certified as a consultant for whatever governing body is for consultants in order to open your company if you don't have a certification in that state you can find yourself with a whole bunch of fines startup nation you do not want to have fines you want to uh, reduce expenses as much as possible unless you're owls who are always looking for expenses but that's neither here nor there startup nation the next thing you want to do and this is not required but it, it may be quite beneficial you might want to think about getting business insurance this is one of those things where it allows you to if the company loses money you can write that off if somebody falls in your business and hurt themselves they're protected because the last thing you want to do is uh say hey i need business insurance when somebody just slipped and fell in one of the aisles of your store or your restaurant right that's a bad look consider business insurance we ourselves it's not one of those things where we need business insurance we uh we we do have like a little bit uh, a very low coverage that we have but it's not necessarily needed we've even considered just getting rid of it all together uh but but that's one of the risks that we take startup nation don't follow our lead do what's best for you and your company and your business the next thing you want to do is find location and equipment uh, unfortunately startup nation we have too many business owners out there who get started on that path to entrepreneurship and they want to get the location first before they get all the other stuff in place what you do not want to do startup nation is to get a location before every, everything in place because before you even ring up a sale or ring up you know, a transaction or whatever case may be, you're already losing money because you're already leasing this space. And a lot of times it takes you like two, maybe three months. If your business requires a brick and mortar store, it takes you two or three months to even get open because you got to do a whole bunch of stuff like the stuff I just mentioned before you can actually just open the doors and start making some money. So make that one of the last things, you know, hold it off as much as possible. Now, if your industry requires you to get it up front or whatever the case may be, do that. But for as long as possible, hold off on getting low 
your location and getting your equipment because I can't tell you how many times I've seen people who are paying, you know, a $400 lease on a space and they haven't made any money because they haven't done all the other stuff we just mentioned, Startup Nation. So consider that. And the last thing I want to leave you with, Startup Nation, market your business. Notice I did not say advertise. You want to have an actual marketing strategy. You want to know who your target audience is. You want to know who your partners are, who are potential people that you can have a partnership with in order to market your business. For example, if you are a cupcake owner of a bakery or whatever the case may be, right? And you're next door to a laundromat. Maybe you need to form a partnership with the laundromat owner to have some of your flyers in there with the patrons of the laundromat. So that way, while they're waiting on their clothes to wash or dry, maybe they want a delicious treat and they'll come next door to you, right? So keep that in mind. Startup Nation, when you're talking about getting the word out there about your business, whether it be digital marketing, social media, having a website, know as far as your target audience, who, how to uh, market to baby boomers, how to attract, how to market to millennials, Generation X, the whole nine yards. And so, like I said, you need a marketing strategy. And if you go with the live plan option that we have on the show notes, Startup Nation, they can actually help you develop that marketing strategy. So here's my final take. Running and starting a business is actually not pretty, it's not hard. It's tedious. It's extremely tedious, but it's not hard at all. All things in life, if you go on a step-by-step model, you can figure this thing out. If you go on a step-by-step model, you can be a very successful business. I always say that, you know, if you scale the business slow and responsibly, that speaks to sustainability. We have too many people who, don't get me wrong, I love Grant Cardone. I love those people like Gary Vaynerchuk who are talking about get it, hit it hard, this, that, and the other, right? However, it's for many people, it's out of context. And what I mean by that is, is that for many people, all they hear is go, 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 but they don't hear fundamentals. They don't hear sustainability. They don't hear things that can make your business last a very long time. So I believe that if you follow these steps in order to start your business, I think you'll be able to have a business that stands the test of time. So that's going to do it for this episode of Startup Life. I know it's really short, uh, but I hope you really got great value on how to start your business. If you want to let us know what you think about our show, have an idea for a show topic, or like to advertise on our show, send us a message on the Startup Life Podcast Facebook page. And while you're there, like and follow our page as well. It's a new way for us to engage with you, Startup Nation, and really grow our community. The link is here in the show notes. Subscribe to the show as it can now be heard on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. If you are listening on iTunes and you find our content valuable, please give us a five-star rating as it will help us climb the charts and help more people find our show. And hey, if you have an idea, be about that life, the startup life.